For the next 31 days on the FCPA Compliance Report, we're going to be bringing you a daily tip, strategy, or idea that you can use to improve your program. Here's your host, Tom Fox, the Compliance Evangelist. As I conclude this section on joint ventures, I want to emphasize again the risk they pose under the FCPA. As noted compliance expert Michael Volkoff has stated, a joint venture requires the integration of disparate company cultures, and can, it can be successful and is usually one of the significant reasons for the joint venture itself. Both parties should assess each other and decide that the joint venture is a good fit, meaning that each side will benefit. Too much time is spent on looking at the joint venture's compliance toolbox and not enough time is spent identifying compliance strengths and weaknesses. Today, I will try and tie together all these in one format. So what are the steps you should take? In the management of the, while the 2012 FCPA guidance itself only provides that companies should undertake some form of ongoing monitoring of third-party relationships, this means you must have experienced and experienced compliance and audit team actively engaged in the corporate office and in the business units to ensure that financial controls and compliance policies are followed and the remedial measures for violations or gaps are tracked, implemented, and rechecked as additional detection and prevention notes. There are several ways for you to do so in the context of the joint. The starting point should be your relationship manager, as every joint venture should have a relationship manager. The relationship manager should be a business unit employee who is responsible for the monitoring, maintaining, and continuous evaluation of the relationship between your company and the joint venture. I would note that many companies have a vice president for joint ventures, and that may be where this compliance function can sit. Some of the duties of the relationship manager could include point of contact with the JV for all compliance issues, maintaining periodic contact with the joint venture, meeting annually with the JV to review satisfaction of its compliance obligations, submitting annual reports to the company's compliance oversight committee, summarizing services provided by the joint venture, and assisting the company's compliance oversight committee with issues with respect to the joint venture. Further, just as a company needs a subject matter expert in anti-bribery compliance to be able to work with the business folks and answer the usual questions that come up on a day-to-day or routine business of doing routine basis of doing business internationally, joint ventures also need access to such a resource. A joint venture may not be large enough to have its own compliance staff, so I advocate a company a company should provide such a dedicated resource to its joint venture partners and joint ventures it is involved with. I do not believe this will create a conflict of interest or that there will be other legal impediments to providing such services. These services can also include anti-corruption training for the joint venture, whether on-site or remote. The compliance professional should also work closely with the relationship manager to provide advice, training, and communications to the joint venture. Another key component is that a company should have a compliance oversight committee review all documents relating to the full panoply of the joint venture's relationships with the company. It can be a formal structure or some other type of group, but the key is to have senior management put a second set of eyes on any joint ventures who might represent the company going forward. In addition to the basic concepts, process validation of your management of joint ventures, as joint ventures are recognized as a high risk in the FCPA world, this is a manner to deliver additional management of that risk. After the commercial relationship has begun, the Compliance Oversight Committee should monitor the joint venture on no less than an annual basis. This could be an annual audit, which would show 
which would include a review of remedial due diligence investigations and evaluation of any new or supplemental risk associated with any negative information discovered from the review of financial audit reports on the joint venture. The Oversight Committee should review any reports of material breach of contract, including breaches of requirement of the joint ventures or your company's code of ethics. And In addition to the monitoring and oversight of your joint ventures, you should periodically review the health of your joint venture management program for compliance. The robustness of your joint venture management program for compliance will go a long way towards preventing, detecting, and remediating any compliance issues before it becomes a full-blown compliance violation. As with the steps I've laid out, you need to fully document them so that if any regulator, most specifically the Department of Justice or SEC, comes knocking, you can not only show them the steps you've taken, but you can present the metrics to them. Never forget that one of the things Wei Chen continually asked compliance practitioners who came before her when she was the DOJ's compliance counsel was, Where's the information, the documentation, and the data that shows that you've taken all these? The February 2017 Evaluation of Corporate Compliance Programs document lays out that the DOJ will be reviewing and evaluating your program going forward so it is clear what will be expected from your company's compliance program. These metrics are also excellent for reviewing the JV's entire corporate compliance program on a self-assessment basis. So what are today's three key takeaways? As with all other third parties and third-party risk management programs under the FCPA, I think it begins with a relationship manager. You have to have a point of contact from your organization who will interact with a joint venture going forward. Number two, a company must have oversight of all joint ventures. This oversight must be through the officers that the company contributes to the joint venture, but also an additional level of oversight with your compliance oversight committee. And finally, never forget to audit, monitor, and remediate your joint ventures on an ongoing basis as you would with any other third parties. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'd like to thank you again for joining me for this episode of 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program around business ventures. And I hope you will join me for our next episode tomorrow. This podcast series on 31 Days to a More Effective Compliance Program is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.